Zach with Medicine Journeys, and in this podcast, I'm pretty stoked. I've got um, Randall Har, who, uh, hey, Randall. Hey. Hey. <laughs> um, Randall, as, as many of you already know him, uh, because you've received Akashic Record readings from Randall, and he's created quite a stir in our community. It, it seems, how, do you know how many people you've done in our community so far, Randall? Um, I haven't really counted, but it's a lot of uh, beautiful souls. Ah. They've come one after another, and it's been like a full joy to meet all these interesting, cool new people. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. I, well, I'm glad that, yeah, we, we, we have cool people in our community, and that's, yeah, it's good to hear, get confirmation from someone who's quasi outside. Outside for now, maybe someday you'll, you'll come on in. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I'm so curious and nervous about it. <laughs> and that's a healthy thing to be is a little nervous, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, so Randall, uh, tell us your pre-Akashic record reading background. Um, I understand it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much to say about that, you know, sort of like that part of my life. Um, just to say too, like I've always been a bit of a spiritual person and the Akashic Records is a spiritual thing that happens. I mean, it's a spiritual experience for people. And so um, definitely as a youngster was interested in things like shamanism and uh, used to like, I, I used to make my mom go buy me Shaman's Drum magazine at the convenience store, wow. which way above my pay grade but I just love the drums and the, you know, and I read some of the articles at like 10 years old. So, you know, there was like this understanding that, oh, there's another sort of realm here that, that feels like it's different than regular reality. That sounds so cool. And then I left all that behind. I became an actor and uh, had a, a professional acting career for a long time in Chicago and, you know, got to perform there at the, um, the second city, which is like, uh, you know, pretty famous. Oh, wow comedy theater, you know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, performed there. And then I did a, for years too, with that theater, uh, like um, communications facilitation. So going into companies and taking the spirit of improv and sort of the techniques of improv and um, teaching communication skills to, you know, people that are in big businesses and things like that. So did a lot of that work. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the pandemic happened. And right as that happened, I, I moved in with my, um, you know, girlfriend who reads the Akashic records. And she's like, I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm like, okay, sure. Let's, tr let's try. So she taught me how to do it. And um, almost immediately, like it just, it just, it made sense. And so oh. I began, um, like channeling for like a full straight hour. I don't remember a thing that I said, but she you know, has taught other people how to do it. And she said, okay, well, I don't think I've ever met anybody who 
picked it up the first time you did. So wow. I feel like it was kind of like divine. I think maybe like, oh, yeah. let's pursue this in some fun way. And um, so that was sort of the background of how I got into readings. And then I did it for friends. And then I started doing it for clients. And it's just been like a hilarious, weird journey um, that I love. You know, it's yeah. just such an honor to to be able to to do it. Yeah. And I, we, I've had a couple readings with you, and that's, that's a big reason why you're here, obviously. Um, and yeah, I, th I think that it's particularly... Well, it's interesting in general. I mean, interesting subject, Akashic Records. Um, and then we've been, amongst ourselves, been talking about how uh, Akashic Record readings can be a really good both prep, uh, pre-ayahuasca retreat and post-ayahuasca retreat to kind of make sense of things, maybe making an intention, using the Akashic Records to gather some ideas about intentions going into an ayahuasca retreat. And then also coming out like, holy shit, I just went through this big experience. Can you help me kind of through the Akashic records, uh, sort it out. So, um, with that said though, we should probably start at the basics for a lot of people is you know, what, what are the Akashic records? Because I've, I've heard and correct me if I'm wrong, but there are in India, there's supposedly a place that actually has Akashic records. Is that true or is that false? And then how does that line up with what you do? If it's true? There's a lot of different information about that. And so the Akashic or the Akasha is a Sanskrit word that means like sky from, from <laughs> what I know. And I have limited sort of knowledge about the history of it. I do know that that word came over to the United States in the late 1800s um, and was changed to the Akashic records. And it's basically the idea that there's like, the way I like to talk about it, it's the quantum field. Like everyone's heard of the quantum field, right? It's like the, it's a spiritual eye cloud. So the idea that every soul has energy, right? Energy doesn't go anywhere. It just transfers and into something different. And so people's souls have this energy and this energy is stored in the Akashic records, the spiritual eye cloud. And the soul develops through different lifetimes um, and that is a thing, uh, all that information is there. So what I do is I just tune in, I'm just turning the radio dial basically to somebody's specific energetic signature. And then uh -huh. yeah, too, is in that place, the quantum field, the Akashic records is, um, guides, right? Like everybody's got a team, a support staff, uh -huh. you know, and that can range from like, you know, pe people can call those angels or, you know, uh, family members and, and even sort of beings that can be there that are really helping a soul develop, right? And go through mm -hmm. its evolution. And so what happens is I go into somebody's specific energetic um, place with their permission and their guide's permission. And I just they're giving me um, information that I'm just giving to the client. So it's not me making stuff up. It's like very much them just handing me information and I'm just the voice of that. It's a yeah. little bit of a channeled state, you know, and, and, yeah. and it's always compassionate and gentle. And I want to really say that because like sometimes people get psychic readings and those are different than this. Uh -huh. um, 
this this to me anyway it feels like a deeper soul experience like a Got real it. really being seen um and and feeling that in people's hearts and, and people have the feeling of like oh i know what you're talking about i've in the information is wild but sometimes i don't yeah. want to say things because i'm like is this am i supposed <laughs> to say, talk they know how to talk to trees i guess i am and then <laughs> inevitably you know a client will be just like that's exactly who i am and it was so nice to remember that it's yeah. like it's just like the soul is telling the soul who the soul is through my mouth right right and and along those lines for the, those who are watching and i don't think i told you this randall um i, I you were referred to me by someone else and i was very careful not to tell you anything about me prior to our session. I think I, I said there was a, I was going through a, um, what was it? A um, professional kind of conundrum, you know, what direction to go in. And I made sure to wear very normal clothes. I didn't have, I blurred out my background so you couldn't see any of my shamanic stuff. And yeah, within, I don't know, two minutes, you're like, yeah, something about shamanism and da, da, da. And I'm like, what? And yeah, again, I was very, very careful not to, to and you didn't ask any questions, if I remember. There wasn't really much of a conversation um, on either reading. Um, the second one more so, because I had, I had specific questions for you. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was very impressed um, at the information you provided, because yeah, it just hit totally home. I was like, holy shit. And I was reminded of, um, for those of you who, in the audience, this, Randall helped me return to the, the, the shamanic path uh, through his, uh, I think the first uh, Akashic uh, reading. And um, I've heard the same thing from everyone else who's talked to you. Uh, and so again, that's the reason why you're on the podcast. One of the questions I have for you is like, how, how would you see, like, there wasn't much of a prep for myself. Do you have any suggestions as people come into the Akashic reading to have certain questions? Because the first time around, to be frank, I kind of wasn't sure how many questions I could have. Yeah. Or I didn't know, like, yeah, I didn't know if I should have had a list. And, it, and frankly, yeah. Great business model, Randall. That's the reason I came back for the second one is I had the questions that I wanted to ask. <laughs> you can't prepare. Be prepared. Um, do you have any suggestions though? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's helpful. You know, typically the way that I, I've done the readings, at least in the past, is like just show up. And because a lot of times people come in with, you know, those specific questions and it's like, it tends to, um, it can kind of like, I don't know. It puts them on a path of like, this is the intention that I want. And sometimes they'll miss the beginning part of that reading because they're thinking about the questions. And there's a lot of surprises for people. It's like, oh my gosh. That's why in the beginning of a reading, I typically do like a little bit of a, a, a download. It's like, here's the information your guides want to tell you. And it's typically not the thing that they're thinking about, yeah. right? now then the second half of the reading is very much about questions it's like okay we did this first part what's resonating 
And what are you in resistance to, too? Because that's where the juicy stuff is, too. That's where the growth is. And so typically questions sort of flow from that place. But, you know, it's okay to show up with questions. Like if you have specific questions, let's have them there. We'll do the first part of that reading, whatever is resonating with you. We can talk about that or we can go right to the questions that you brought. It's totally fine. And it's, you know, honestly, it's probably something I should like clarify a little bit because I'm like, oh, it's just a reading. Don't you know what we're doing here? And people, of course, we don't know what we're doing. So it is helpful. And there's no special prep. I, I mean, I would say, you know, I do a little meditation with people sometimes to just sort of get somatic and find the energy with each other. Um, you know, a little meditation or just feeling comfortable is all you need to show up with. Yeah. Okay. And so- so that first part, and frankly, throughout the whole thing, you're talking, correct me if I'm wrong, you're co- talking to the guides and the higher self. Yeah. And that, and this is my question, that could oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes be very different than what's going on in their actual life at that moment. That's a great way to say it. Because we're people... You know, we're in these hilarious, beautiful meat suits. We have an ego, right? That thing is here to protect us and tether us to this dimensional space, if you want to say that. And it's very much about our survival and what we desire and want in this life. And and we also have this soul expression that's guiding us too. It's just that the ego is so like, I know what I want and I'm going for it, that we forget to hear the whisper of like, What's the deeper thing going on? So a way, a way a person that I read for it described it is like, I'm driving down the road of my life and I see the windshield here. I know where I'm going. It's just that I need to clean off the windshield a little bit. So it's a deep remembering for people mm-hmm. that are like, oh, this is the deeper purpose. This is sort of my identity as a soul instead of an ego. And it can be really emotional for people to hear that and to be seen Mm -hmm. from that place instead of like, here's who you are and what you do in this existence. It's like, here's your essence. And it's beautiful. You know, there's deep and rich and textured. And so I'm able to give that information from their guides to them so that they can kind of maybe go down a little bit of a different path for a while until their ego takes over and you know it's a right. dance yeah. i like that too you know yeah. like yeah. i wanted to be an actor and and but here i am with you talking about this so right. i guess following that path at least right now if that makes sense yeah. totally totally and that brings up let's talk about the ego for a second here <laughs> um particularly this one mine because the reading was wonderful and I'm like, wow, that's really true. Yeah. And it was so wonderful that I caught myself going like, I'm a bat, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm the shit kind of thing. And I was like, ho, 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 ho. The again, reiterating that, that those are the guides and higher self saying, this is, this is where you, your essence and where you could end up. And there's still, uh, work to be done there right so it's not like uh i'm i'm 
I'll just use the extreme example of I'm the next, the, the second coming. Zach, yeah. you're the second coming. It's like, <laughs> oh, then I'm the second coming. No, it's like, no, 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 no. You, you still have to go through the process that Christ went through to get to the second coming stage, right? Is that yeah. fair? I think so. You know, it, it also, a Akashic Records reading is an energetic reading. So typically mm. people will report afterwards a feeling of like mild euphoria because it's like something got out of the way. And mm -hmm. that, that expansiveness that we, you know, that you might have feel, it's like, whoa, I'm bigger than I thought. Like there's more potential in my life. Synchronicity can show up in people's lives after a reading because mm -hmm. we're sort of out of the way. And I think you make a good point. It's like, we always want to have discernment, you know, it's like, oh, I just got this interesting reading. I feel very seen. There's energy flowing here. This feels pretty magical. And yet now I have to go buy groceries. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a balance between those things. And you make a great point. It's a journey. So it's not like we're perfect after a reading. It just mm -hmm. means that we like energetically, we're, we're sort of back on a, a deeper path for a while until like distractions happen or you know, things get in our way that are teachers, like you mentioned before. Yeah. And we yeah. look at a different perspective that way and say, like, this is a problem. Now it becomes an opportunity for deeper. Right. right. It, does it go back to the, in fact, we were talking about this before the podcast, this whole idea that we're here to learn and anything that comes up uh, in front of challenges, problems with other people, yada, 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 it's all for us to spiritually grow. And so with the Akashic record reading can help us with that remembrance of who I really am or yeah, who I am <laughs> and at an essence and like, Oh, well, all this other stuff is what I have to get through to, this is a nice remembrance, but I still have to get through this, this, uh, these other challenges. Is that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, on a deeper, I think spiritual level, that all makes sense. It's just that we're also people and I get mad at people and like, I forget like, oh, you're my spiritual teacher because you're treating me poorly right now or whatever. <laughs> so I'm not perfect, but I think what it can do is like, it just sort of opens up the opportunity to be like, there's different, there's a bigger picture happening here with a personal soul, a collective soul. And there's the idea in the records too. And I've seen it where people show up in like, they're like soul groups. So uh -huh. a lot of the people that you incarnate with are people that you've been with in maybe other lifetimes that are, we're all teaching each other in this fun, like spiritual soul nursery school, how to get through this reality so that we can sort of get on to the next thing. I don't know what's at the end of graduation of a soul, if there is such a thing, but right. it feels comforting to me to know that there's like some people in my life that are here from more than one lifetime that we're all sort of helping each other. Yeah. Cool. So I, I wonder, you just gave me a, a, a spiritual business idea. Okay. Instead of, instead of doing a reading, you know, where I tell you, you tell you I just yell at you for an hour straight for your own damn good for your own spiritual growth and right. you pay, pay me a couple hundred bucks you know and you, you walk away going wow i just I made it through that i i'm, I'm that much closer to enlightenment and i'm so grateful <laughs> for your <anger. laughs> um, and i also wanted to uh when i had my reading i did i felt like this really strong 
energy coming through me. I was almost like, whoa, it was ineffable, but I'm doing the best I can. And then afterwards, uh, and it was fun. It was very lovely. Um, but after the reading, I was spent. Does that happen? Yeah. yeah. It can. Um, um, like I, I do sort of try to tell people that, that you may feel some mild euphoria afterwards. And also like, I think some people get, and this is my own experience getting readings. You get this sort of like, it's like cleaning out your closet and you're like, look at all this space I have. And then all of a sudden it just feels like I blink my eyes and now there's a bunch of shirts in here. It's like, what is, what's all this doing here? I thought I had a clean closet or something. So it can, as it integrates like the message and the energy of a reading, it, it's important to remember like, it's like, hey, we're, all that information is still here. It's still very valuable. It just takes a second for it to integrate and sort of that euphoria wears off and then it's like time to buy groceries again. Yeah. But you know, people have the recordings of the reading and I find for myself when I go back and listen, it's like I'm picking up a different energy every time I'm getting new information that I forgot uh -huh. about. And so that's also helpful too. But yeah, that energy stuff can happen. Yeah, um, we're 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 in people's field, you know, and there's a there's a lot of energy moving there, and that information is coming through me to you, and people feel it. And they really, yeah. feel, it's interesting. Yeah, and um, as you said that about moving through you, how you know, there's a certain amount of recovery time when I do work with particularly ayahuasca. Um, quite a lot actually. Um, but when I do the, I do another type of, um, energy work, um, without any imbibing of substance. Um, and I find myself quite energized post, uh, granted I've, I haven't done, I think the, the, the greatest number of sessions in a day was probably three. So I, I've never filled my entire day with, with sessions, but how do you feel? Are you, do you have a kind of a maximum you can do in a day kind of thing or what's yeah, your three or, you know, three a day, maybe four, because it is, I mean, and everybody's energy is different too. So it's like, Oh wow. I'm my body, my instrument here, I guess you could say is adjusting to people's like incredible, beautiful energy. Yeah. And I have to take a little bit of a break afterwards and sort of ground, you know, all the things people do like get mm -hmm. something to eat and like, shake off and make sure that the channels close down. Like I always close with a prayer of grounding and safety for myself and the client. And mm -hmm. sometimes I need to keep sort of closing the aperture up here because it's like, you know, people have strong, incredible souls. And so uh -huh. I sort of like turn off the faucet and go eat a sandwich. Yeah. Have you, have you ever had one where you're like, you go in and you're like, I can't deal with this. This is just too weird of a reading kind of thing. Has that ever happened? I, I would imagine not, but not really, but I have <laughs> some like incredibly, just incredible experience. I'll give you a quick story. Honestly, sure. I was um, reading for somebody and this had never happened before where in the, I could see it so clearly there was this being there. And I want to say this being looked like a bird like a mm -hmm. bird person and they it was just so it wasn't ominous but it was 
definitely there. And I was like, okay, this is here. And when I'm in the records, I have, I'm compelled to speak about things. It's like, it just comes through me. It's like the words are, are coming in. I'm not even hearing them. And I just like, I have to tell this person, you've got a huge bird being in here. (laughs) (laughs) And I said that to her and she said, I know, I know that, um, it come, it's like part of my family. You're not the first person to tell me that. Oh. And um, this is a, and I said, I just want to let you know this being, whatever, who, whomever, whatever this is, is really protective of you. So I'm just going to make sure that I'm in deep integrity with you because if not, this here is kind of watching. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, stuff like that can happen. And, but again, I want to be clear. It is always safe. You know, there's yeah. never anything scary in the record. It's physically impossible because okay. the guides are there to protect your energy. And so uh-huh. I can, I can't, it's physically impossible for me to even speak about anything that's not of the highest good for a soul to hear about. Right. Okay. Excellent. Well, cool. That's yeah. good to know. I didn't know that. I was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what about something I did? Um, was um i know I, I shared my reading with a couple of people and i kind of regretted it after mm-hmm. the fact because i was like oh wow there again it's i recognized i was like oh shit i just gave him a reading of my highest you know my highest self and you right. said a lot of really nice things in there and so it could be misconstrued as again that like this is the akashic record this is what i really am aren't i cool yeah that was my kind of like i wish i hadn't given i mean some people it's it who are close and so forth it it makes some sense for them to kind of maybe gain some understanding but i definitely i had one person who i gave it to i was like yeah i shouldn't have given it to them um what what are your thoughts on sharing the readings I mean, that's a, it's a really good point that you make. And, you know, I, I actually, you know, when I'm thinking about that, like, I don't know, you ever read the artist way, like that book, the artist way, it's like a workbook and they tell you like, maybe sometimes if you have something deeply creative that you're working on, don't share it right away because it will conjure up sort of maybe not maybe judgment in people or they'll want to talk about it in a certain way that can make it um different than the way you experienced it now that said it's like if if you're if you have discernment and you're just like i trust this person with this this personal energetic energy uh, you know information i feel like they're going to be receive it well then yeah go ahead share it um but everybody's different you know like i'm a i'm a person and i've heard people get really amazing readings and they'll tell tell me about it and i'll just be like and they're they're like more evolved than me spiritually dang it you know like you know i might have my own reaction to it right right. every client but i think you make a really good point it's like it's such a special intimate experience and so maybe um my advice if i if i'm giving advice i don't know or suggestion is like keep it for yourself for a second let it settle Mm -hmm. And, and um 
your mind's going to start thinking about it. And then if you want to share pieces of it, I think it's amazing. It's just, it's, it almost feels like a vulnerable place at the end of a reading. You're so like, oh, it's like an innocent young place sometimes. The soul is so pure in information that being protective of that, you know, vulnerable place feels important to some people, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, I remember in our readings, you were careful not to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, talk about my, my future. And I understand immediately I understood like, well, yeah, you don't want to hear one's future because then that could really limit the, that future. Right. Um, the other thing <clears throat> that occurred to me was that the future is constantly changing because we're being presented with these opportunities to do, to, to, to grow spiritually or not. And based on those, what little free will we have, um, <laughs> those can change the outcomes of the future quite drastically. And so by telling the future based on that one reading, it could it could be probably most likely would be completely wrong because of all those those everyone's making those decisions on a, on a, on a moment by moment basis and that changes everything right is that correct or what what are your yeah. thoughts i mean what's interesting about that place energetically let's say the quantum field we'll call it it's like there is no time there right like time mm. is kind of like um, it's not linear Right. So in a lot of times people's guys will, I always, I always see it as like a gray wall. There's like this gray wall. here. I'm like, Oh, here's the wall. What does this mean? And you know, future things will show up like here's possibilities, but they won't give me the outcome to, to speak because they don't want to sort of like rob the person of going through their experience to grow, mm -hmm. to get to the place that they're meant to get to mm -hmm. and free will does show up in there it's weird it's a paradox because in that place your soul's record space it's like you have free will and you don't now i don't know how to, i don't know how to explain that only to say that i i feel that in that place so in some ways that's a comfort to people because it's like oh i don't have to figure this all out by myself there's there's like a des destiny is a bad word for it, but there's like a, I'm being carried somehow. And yeah. also the collaboration of my own choices in this reality that I'm making. And I may make a terrible choice, but it's still a good choice because it's on this path of growth. Does right. that make sense, I guess? It, it does. What, what, what occurred to me is that in that space, time doesn't exist, as you said. Yeah. And in our experience, it does. So maybe our destiny is here and we yeah. spend eons going like this. Yeah, <laughs> and those of you who are just listening to the podcast, what I'm doing is a, the, the destiny is at a finite point and we're kind of going two, <clears throat> three steps forward, two steps back towards that destiny endpoint over eons of time. Um, and we'll always get there <clears throat> as we experience it. However, in the Akashic record space, there is no time. So it's just going to happen. It's, it's, it's not even, does that, is that a fair? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like the future, the present and the past are all there because it's like, 
So, so when I say, you know, when I'm reading, I'm doing a reading and someone's previous lifetime wants to show up and that happens sometimes. Mm. What I'm saying is that's happening right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying, at least enter, I, I'm compelled to say that in the energetic space I'm in when I'm somebody's records. It's like that lifetime is happening now. Everything's happening right now. I wish it would, I could say it. Even my brain saying that hurts a little bit because I'm like, yeah, yeah. But just, you know, but in that place, when I'm reading, uh, it is the understanding that all of that is happening now. So change is happening in a singularity, if that makes sense. It's very weird. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like it's a paradox. So something's happening and not happening at the same time. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to wrap the mind around because of that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. I, it, I did have, go ahead. There's just real, there's real life sort of like applications in, in the real world based off of somebody's reading too. You know, like you'll, it's like when, when, when I've had readings, it's like, okay, I was in a bind, I was stuck and I got a reading and it was like, oh, this is the bigger picture. And then yeah. synchronicity happens. I'm just going down the river right now. And then opportunity or, you know, whatever needs to show up in my path shows up. And I'm like, this is amazing. And then as soon as I go, I'm going to direct this a little bit. It almost is like the synchronicities will slow down a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. I'm in a surrendered place where I'm being guided. I, yeah. It's a dance of collaborating with that and surrendering at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah. Story of my life, man. I mean, it's like, uh, cause I'm a big planner and then yeah. I'm on the shamanic path and, and I'm, I'm a hypocrite. Cause I'm like, Oh, just get into the flow and you know, things will come up. If, if the medicine calls you to come back to ceremony, come back to ceremony, but here I am planning out ceremony, you know, ceremonies, you know, months in advance kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's and, and actually in your, I, I'm sure I should say my reading with you, that was one of the big themes was, you know, trust, just trust life and trust that the, it was the garden path, which was where the next step just becomes visible um, as you step. And so <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> how scary is that? You know, like, especially for like, if, if, if I'm the sort of the same way. I'd like to plan too. And I feel like I'm on that path too. And it's like, gosh, sometimes these scary things, it's like, that's the opposite of what I want. I want to know where I'm going. And yet the message I've gotten is like, oh, you're supposed to just take a step and trust, take the step and trust. And yeah. that's big soul growth for me. You know, it's like, how do I let go and do that? Well, that's the message I'm getting and I'm practicing it, but it's difficult sometimes. Yeah. I'm curious as you've gotten into this work, I mean, you'd mentioned that you had exposure to Shaman's Drum magazine and, yeah. and you were interested in that sort of thing. And I imagine you explored more than just the, the magazine at some, some level or at great levels, who knows. Um, but since doing this work, how has your cosmology view changed or did you have one before and now do you have one? Is there, that's a great That's question. A great I question. think it has changed. It has because, um, I mean, I just want to use the word magic. And like, I'm mm -hmm. a guy from Idaho. Like, we don't do magic in Idaho. You know, it's like, <laughs> we do meat and potatoes. 
So even though I, I was ex exposed to some like shamanic things and I, I read books and I tried to journey in that way, mm -hmm. it's like, it, it sort of, it taps at what you think reality is. So all of a sudden it's like, there's more expansion here. There's like, there's other realities. I mean, you know about that, right? There's right. like other realms here that I can energetically sense because as I do readings, my own, you know, I'm, I'm getting affected by that too. So there's an expansion that happens. My intuition has grown outside of the energy of the records. And mm -hmm. so it has changed. And also I'll say this for anybody that likes like the UFO topic, I oh. mean, experience sort of anomalous phenomenon, I would say in the sky, like, so uh -huh. that shows up um as well um and that's a whole other story but like um there's way more going on here than meets the eye and the brain and it's all energy and so it's like oh what if we're just missing a little bit of the rainbow spectrum here because we're uh -huh. so like, i need to go over here so it, it opens things up and you're like what's that what is that what's this yeah. like <laughs> there's a lot of change that can happen yeah and so, yeah, it's interesting along, you had mentioned earlier that the idea, and we were agreeing, I think, on the idea that we were here, we're put on earth to do spiritual work, but we don't, you, you, you haven't <clears throat> discovered what the end of that work looks like yet. Yeah. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is my own frustration as well, because, you uh, know, there's spiritual books, I think, and I haven't read really, but the idea that this is like a school, well, like, you know, this reality, and I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Like, why can't we just go skating through the universe and just have experience for experience sake? Why does this have to be, you know, what's, who's in charge? I want to know who the teacher is, you know, right. who's, <laughs> who's running this thing? I don't know. I right. just know that like, as I age and as I do some of this work and, and grow spiritually, I'm realizing if I just sort of surrender, it doesn't have to be that much of a struggle, even though there's bad things happening in the world and I have my own stuff that I'm working on. It's like, oh, this is for a greater thing than myself. And that brings me comfort, yeah. you know, for some reason. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. Comforting to know that there's a greater thing and surrendering in the the mystery that it is, I guess, could be comfortable too. And that's maybe the trick. Who knows? I don't. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't. I, I think what it offers is like the way I like to think about it now is like viewing reality in a more mythological sense. Mm. By that, I mean, it's like it, it doesn't have to be black and white you know, or some sort of polarity all the time. I mean, I'm sure you, you, you know that in the space that you work, it's like the records shows us that like, oh, this is like, this is color and, and texture and all kinds of weird stuff moving around at the same time. And it is not geometrically, you know, it, it is like, it's a flow. Um, uh -huh. And so letting go of the answer can really bring like new things um, moving in my life. It's showed up that way for me when I've gotten like a reading or done some sort of spiritual work where I'm like, I don't know where this is supposed to go. I'm just going to surrender to that. Boom. Yeah. The download, you know, that kind of stuff. Cool. Cool. Um, 
and yet, I'm kind of slowing down here, I guess, but um, you don't have like a website or anything. You just, you've been, you've been surviving on referrals alone, which is fucking impressive. Um, Actually, that- me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm a little, I've been a little lazy about that, you know, cause it's huh. like, it's, it gets a little cringe for me. I'm thinking, oh man, do I, do I get on it? I put stuff on Instagram and, okay. and like that. But, um, you know, my, my partner, uh, she, she's a spiritual practitioner. And so, you know, she's invited me on her, her website and I can give that to you. Cause you know, my information's on there now. Um, okay. but, you know, typically it's been referral. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how that happens. Like, wow, that's pretty, pretty amazing. Kind of yeah. lucky, that, that, you know, I guess there's like a, a verbal network that happens where people like talk to other people and, you That's, know, I mean, like we, I know that I have put your contact info on one of our, at least one of our updates. Um, this obviously this will be going out to everyone. And then I believe, um, in our, what do you call it? Um, integration information we have you there so uh, yeah again i think that both pre ayahuasca retreat and post ayahuasca retreat actually bookending would be fantastic to work with you is is my sense um so yeah hopefully a lot more people will will see you and i feel uh, like like one day i want to show up to one of these and I don't know if I'm going to experience it yet, but I just feel so, I just want to know what it's, it's like, you know, cause I've just, I've heard so much about it. I, oh, it's interesting to read people who are in the medicine experience. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I have to talk about it. And they're like, Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh good. I guess, I guess we're talking yeah. about it. So yeah. What are, what are, that's an interesting point. Have you noticed anything significantly different with the people who work in the medicine versus who don't other than the medicine shows up in the reading. I have actually, it's a cool question. Actually. It's like, there's, there's an expansion thing happening that, mm. that runs through people that have been through, I guess, the medicine journey. Like there's a, 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 like there's not a lot of blockage in the way, I guess you could say it's like people out, I'll, I'll speak things and like, yeah, there's just a lot of acceptance to what comes and uh-huh. other people are different. They're just like, not that it's skepticism. It's just sort of like, it, it takes a second to kind of like open up to information and feel the energy of that, where I feel like people who have been on medicine journeys, um, they've had that experience. They've had a deep opening it for, for the most part, I guess. And, and so they receive the energy and the message in a different way. For huh. sure. Cool. Oh, nice. Awesome. Um, well, cool. Any, any, again, I think we're slowing down here. All my, all my questions that are up here on the wall behind me <laughs> or behind you are, are, have been answered. Anything you want to leave us with before? Oh, well, definitely your website too, but anything before you get to that, anything, any messages from the other side, you know? <laughs> I will say this, you know, one of the things that um, my 
partner Kat and I do is we do like, we'll do readings for companies, which oh. is wild. It's not just for people, you know, it's like if you, if something is alive or an entity in some way, it is like, it has energy and it has a story, you know, it has its own information. And so I, I don't know why I'm speaking about that to say, you know, it's, it can be a very personal thing, but like organizations we've read for, a, you know, a few now organizations, and that can be really helpful too. And I, I, I guess the last thing I would say is just, this is supposed to be fun too, you know, because a lot of people show up, they've got like real stuff that they want to hear about. And I'm, I love being able to be a, a space holder for that. And it's also just like, I think it's deeply fun. I just, I love meeting new people that way and just being like, who are you? I'm about to read your records. And then afterwards I'm like, wow, that was so cool to meet you in that place. Yeah. Um, now I know them as that, you know? So that feels like really beautiful. Cool. And, and so what's the website? And I'll, I'll it, put it in the show notes as well. It's Aurora School of Light. So that's A-U-R-O-R-A, schooloflight.com. That's all one word. And just scroll through there and there's you know, lots of interesting stuff to look at. And then you know, my information is there as well as my email, which is, I can give that to you too. It's a harstar at gmail.com. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll put so both in the in the show notes. Cool. Um, so, oh, and then you still haven't told me what do, what do we call you? Are you like an Akashic librarian? Do, how do how do we? What do we... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm trying. You know, I try. I'm trying to figure out a new way to speak about that because people call it intuitive reading or an Akashic records reader. It doesn't yeah. really matter. It's like you know, I'm a quantum field channeler. Who knows? <laughs> it's just like it. I'm just there to be a mouthpiece for people's information that, you know, their guides want to give me, you know, yeah. a, re I'm a reader. You're a reader. Yeah. Do you mind if I use Akashic librarian <laughs> as a thumb? It's like, we're going to go to the spiritual Dewey decimal system. I'm, I'm just yeah. Gonna... yeah, exactly. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for and, having me. Yeah, and hopefully we, we see you in in ceremony. You'll be a welcome welcome addition. Ooh, someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you. All right. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for taking the time to to watch. And um, yeah, I'm I'm seemingly on this podcast roll, uh, and I'm gonna keep them going as as long as I have people to talk to. If anybody has out in the audience has someone that you think I might want to talk to on podcasts. I am happy to take suggestions and um, yeah, that's all we got. Thank you for watching and we'll see you later. Sì, Mm, 
Limpia, limpia, cuerpo y Limpia, limpia, chungonito. Limpia, limpia, santitito. Limpia, limpia, chungonito. Poderoso medicina. Poderoso y carne. Poderoso medicina. Poderoso y carne. Bola, ninge, bola, monge. Todo malo. Pensamiento, todo, todo cruzamiento, arirondarondarirondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarondarond